Welcome to the show. My name is Alex. And I'm Lizzie. And today we have our special, special guest. And I'm going to have Lizzie say, because I don't want to screw it up. Go for it, Lizzie. Let's see if we got Carolina it right. Carolina Bacallis. Yes. Oh, so close. So close. Yes, just at the end. Katarina Bacallis. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh lo- She's never coming back here long. again. Yeah. She's <laughs> never coming back. And, you know... Thank you so much for taking the time. I know you have a very busy schedule with that yellow background. And uh, I mean, this is this is big time stuff. And the fact that you even want to waste your time with us. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Um, but that said, how are you doing? I'm doing great. This is definitely not a waste of time. I was so excited when Elizabeth asked if I would come on because I've been watching your your videos. And it's really Aww. fun to kind of keep up with the the fan groups and stuff and you're the one huh happy to be here you are the one one. yeah and the thing is um you know i podcasted about uh the walking dead and i had more fun with the side characters than with the main characters you know um they can sometimes be a little bit unreachable in a way you know but it's just nice to get the insight from your, you know, from your point of view, uh, we are gearing up and so excited for season two. Um, that is just it. I hate wishing days away, but I'm really trying to speed this up. So we want to start out. And if you could tell us about your journey with this show, like, where did it start? Like everything, like, until we see you on the roof saying there's a storm coming (laughs) it was um pretty much every actor's dream i had a had the audition i auditioned for colony house resident with the scene where jade seals my bike which is a great scene that funny (laughs) that is the best and oh, but sidebar, the the Crayola drawing that you guys have of whoever did that. Thank you. You nailed it. That is like yeah. my favorite thing to have happened ever. <laughs> You're immortalized on I and I feel awful because I don't have you in the intro, but I do because I have you in the picture. So yeah. hopefully you'll still talk to us after this. <laughs> yeah. You know, we want to run another contest and we're, we're leaning towards, you know, having people draw pictures again because it was so much fun. But anyway, so let's go back to you. Wait a minute. So I've already forgotten. So you auditioned with that scene or that was your first scene? Both. I auditioned with that scene and then that was the first uh, scene I shot. So yeah, it was uh, just, it was one line, one word. It was just, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> nailed it <laughs> obviously I got the part yeah <laughs> but it was it was fun because it was I don't know they they didn't give a whole lot so 
I could just like play with it. And I tried it a couple different ways and, um, you know, did that actor thing where I was, it's my motivation. Who am I? Yeah. Um, which is before, of course, really knowing anything about the show. So I was like, Oh yeah, who am I? <laughs> what yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I got the email from my agent that I booked it and I was like, Oh my God, cool. And I, everyone was so kind and David was, was so sweet and, um, I got to see Colony House and uh, got driven through the the town to get up to Colony House uh, on the set. And uh, we got there, did the scene. It was super quick. Jack was the director and he said, you know what? You can just, just improvise, play. You don't have to just say that one line. Do do whatever you, whatever feels right. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. that's me being the happy-go-lucky, like not realizing my bike got stolen until somebody's like, driving away with it um and I got Jack laughing and the crew laughing and that's definitely a good sign and afterwards um Jack pulled me aside and he said you're really funny you're really good we gotta get you back well done and and, yeah and you're like no I'm fine right (laughs) (laughs) me no (laughs) I'm never coming back here everyone was too nice exactly Things ran too smoothly. So yes, I do have a question about Colony House. Um, inside, is it just um, is it a real? Ha- I mean, I know they constructed just about everything in the place just from talking to um, a bunch of people. But how much of Colony House is a stage versus a house, or is it is it all stage? It's. It, the what you see on the outside, so any exterior shots, I mean, it's beautifully right. set back and built. And yeah. you can walk into Colony House. There's windows, there's stairs on the inside. Wow. Um, but it's not finished. Right. Okay, that's what I figured. Anything you see interior is done in the studio. And uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Alex yeah. is non-industry, so I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's like... not your fault. Like I. Even I am like, oh, well, that must be the interior of the house. And it's not like there's a whole interior built on set that somewhat matches the outside of a house or a building or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like, you know, even if when you're in the studio, if you look out one of the windows, you see trees and um, like hills in the distance because there's like a backdrop and like they've all the detail that they've put into it is is really really cool yeah I, I mean it it took me a while to realize this because I'm I can be slow on the uptake but what they do is they'll go out and take pictures of whatever surrounds that building and they create these like long curtains that hang like hospital drapes and it is the entire exterior so when you look out any window that's what you would see if you were on the actual location. That's I was just amazing. like, wow, I thought it was just some generic thing, but it took me a while, like maybe the last show that I worked on and I've been in this for 10 years <laughs> to realize, hey, wait a minute, that was the house that was across the street. So <laughs> they, they do try to make it as realistic as possible. Well, it it seems, and I know Lizzie has said this and um it seems like every episode's like a movie and you know, its own movie. Now, did you, and I just, I, I try to ask this of all the actors, 
do you actually watch the show? And what do I mean by that is, you know, some actors, they just like, that's it. I'm done. Or, I mean, I know you had your, your couple of big scenes, but did you watch the show? Um, and were you surprised with the direction that it went in just the first season I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, I didn't get all of the scripts. So I had huge holes in what I knew was going to happen and what, yeah, what the episodes I was in, I was able to read the scripts and I knew certain things um, and was able to piece together other things, but I watched it just like everybody else when it came out. And uh, my partner watched it with me and he's, he hates horror. Um, so yeah. that was like doubly fun. Cause I knew where all, I knew where like a few of the jumps were and I was Watch him. <laughs> By the way, I don't like horror either, but I love the yeah. show. I'm not in. I don't like. I write horror. I'm not. I don't know if we can even say that we don't like horror. At, I know. After because, this show, I don't know what we can well, say. We are this show, The Walking Dead. I mean, those are horror. You know what it is? I don't like the Halloween type horror, the Friday the Thirteenth type horror. I'm not into like Bloodborne. Um. I like, I don't know, like things that you have to think about a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, this show is a big think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, we go back and we'll watch an episode, you know, much, much later. And I'm like, geez, how did I even miss that? <laughs> that? That is super important to this entire thing. And it just changes everything I was thinking. So have you seen it more than once? Uh, no, actually, I've only watched it once. But with the second season coming, I'm definitely planning on watching it again, kind of leading up. Yeah. Now, we know you too. can't give us any uh, juicy spoilers other than the trailer. <laughs> and it, it, like I said, it looks like it's going to be um, jam-packed of action and suspense and a lot of thinking. And it looks <laughs> like there's some time, time messing. Time, they're messing with time a little bit in the trailer. Um, but I, 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 I do want to go back to, you know, when the colony house gets attacked for lack of a better term, um, where, to be honest with you, I don't know where anybody was. Yeah. Where were you in all that? And, you know, how did that all play out? That's so funny. So I was not in that. I was not there. I thought I saw you. That's why. Ha ha ha. Oh, <laughs> Well, at we, least like she, we like, know she didn't get eaten. There. <laughs> well, we know you didn't get eaten because you know that's a good thing. But, I show up um, later, yeah, and I'm they're putting me up somewhere. But, exactly. Yeah. Um, what did you think about that whole like that whole scene? I mean, that whole episode that was crazy town. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, as as someone that you know, we we asked this of all the 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 actors are you more of a you're more of a colony house person or are you more of a town person in real life you think good question i think i've been thinking about this question since everybody asked you since like, <laughs> yeah since like the first day i was on set i was like oh would i live here would i live here part of me wants to say i'm a town person because i'm very like i keep to myself and i'm oh my god me too yeah but then another part of me is like, eh, but there's, you know, yeah, like safety in numbers it would be nice to just like 
be with a bunch of people and, and especially in a stressful situation, know that you've got people looking out for you. Yeah, right. and there's the attack on Colony House, and it's like, oh god. Yeah. That also goes so sideways. Yeah. <laughs> As we see. Because that's what did that's what did Colony House in. Like if you're in your own house, and I would be a town person, so I could, you know, probably be alone. I wouldn't open those windows or anything. And if I did get, you know, transfixed by one of them, it would just be me and not taking out everybody else. No, the colony house got taken down because a guy was an idiot. That's why the colony house got taken down. Yes, exactly. But you're depending on everybody else to not do something like that. Oh my God. That was so frustrating. It's like, dude, really? (laughs) Really? Uh, wanted a kiss just but, one kiss yeah well I, I of course it makes good television and everything else but i'm just like you've got to be kidding me um so how did you start out in the business like wh- where did you start to get to this point and you know i know it's it's an open inter- i mean open audition or whatever but you know i know you write you do a whole bunch of other stuff you know how did you get to your journey to before this um, I started acting when I was eight, I think. Uh, my family drove from Nova Scotia to PEI for a family vacation, and I had a cassette tape of the the Lion King soundtrack, and I sung <laughs> I Just Can't Wait to Be King all the way from Nova Scotia to PEI. And when we got where we were going, my family was like, we're going to put you in a theater camp. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't have to listen to this song. You were lucky you made it alive. (laughs) That's my favorite movie of all time. So it's oh my god! And I got to see it on Broadway, and it it was. I got to see it at Disney, like just one scene. (laughs) I've never seen it. It's it's just truly amazing. So you decide to you decide to go on a theater camp after listening to the lion king and the rest is history huh that's it okay no i mean and then from there like you you did a whole bunch of commercials or anything like that or yeah yeah i uh um i went to like university for for theater studied it and and then after that i just like kept working in film and theater when i graduated and did some commercials i had a little bit part on a uh another show that shoots here in nova scotia called digstown um did some background work and yeah, I mean, the thing, the funny thing about this was that it was, I mean, I was only called in for a day. Um, this was shaping up to be just, you know, my little one line and I'm there and then I'm gone. Um, and if it wasn't for Jack, who, yeah, I guess saw something and said, you know, we're going to, we're going to bring you back. Um, he really made that happen. Cause I, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't think I, you know, I wasn't, it was just, Colony House resident, you know, no name. Yeah, I know that's what it says on your IMDb. You don't even have a name. On, we on call IMDb. you Kerchief Girl. Like, <laughs> I think I told you that. And you know, I work with young actors, and I tell them, I'm like, it. Today is one day. You never know what you can do so that they bring you back. Never look at it as one day, mm-hmm. because it, you know. Like it happened to you. It could happen to any young actor or any actor, not just young actor. Absolutely. Um, it's good advice. Yeah. You know, no. like, mm-hmm. don't go burning your bridges for one thing, but mm-hmm. just put everything into it because that everything could bring you back. You just don't know. They'll write you in if they like you. And they did. They wrote you in. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, 
Exactly they it. put you in the finale. They didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know, where you're <laughs> like, hey, there's a storm coming in. You know, they didn't have to do that. And that's what I, that's one thing I love about what we do, you know, is that pretty much anything could happen. It's great stuff. Um, so, so now that we're making dreams come true, um, <laughs> no, after seeing the Oscars, I'm like still taken aback, uh, you know, speaking of horror, Jamie Lee Curtis just, uh, won her first Oscar, which is just amazing. I know yeah. I was like, I was like bawling. Do you watch the Oscars or did you, or uh, I didn't, I woke up this morning and went on Instagram and was like, Oh shit. Yeah. That was, was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I was watching The Last of Us. I'm sorry. Yeah. I did watch the Oscars. I did see Jamie win, but I was just killing time until The Last of Us came on. Right. Now, I know you do writing and you do acting. Which which one is more fulfilling for oh. you? Oh, my God. You're asking her to choose between her children, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I love both of them. One's like creating worlds and the other one's getting to live in different worlds and both are really fun and magical and I don't know. It's a great way to interact and be creative uh, in just very different ways. Right. Can you, can you talk about your writing? Because this is news to me. I mean, as a writer. Um, <laughs> so your book's I, in the background. <laughs> yes, my book is in the background. Um as as a writer, um, I just always like hearing about somebody else's process. What do you write? What's your genre? Well, I'm I've written I'm gonna do a lot of writing. Um, I wrote a play uh, that premiered in the spring, in May 2020, uh, called "Till Death Do Us Part," and it was just a stupid comedy, like the best kind of stupid. Oh, like, yeah. Just a wedding gone wrong, farce, slamming doors, mistaken identity, all kinds of like, just a a good old fun time. And that was a really wonderful experience and also super nerve wracking sitting in the audience being like, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's what you're thinking. Better than I could have imagined. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine you saying that at all. (laughs) If it was me. Yes. Katerina. No. No, it was so good. They did such a good job. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's what you want to hear. I mean, there comes a point where you just have to hand it over. You know, you've done your part. So Yeah, and it was such a great team of people that I had no reservations about just fully giving it to them and being like, raise my baby. And they did. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I write comedy. Um, I... I'm working on a, a feature film called Salvage about a group of uh, eclectic women who live in a junkyard. Um, I that published is a, interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think it'll it'll be fun. I was with the Whistler um, Film Festival Screenwriting Lab for uh, last year, and they really helped kind of shape the the script. And yeah, and then I'm I'm working on a, a book. Um, paranormal romance paranormal queer romance is, okay. is going to be my little spot um but i also published a book with my grandfather um it's called hard time soup <laughs> he's a writer and yeah. a huge huge supporter of of me and my career and yeah the arts and um 
he always wanted to publish a book. So he's ni- he's 93 now. And uh, we just got some stories, I bet. He does. And they're, they're really good. And so he had written them down and I was like, why don't we just publish this? And he was like, we can do that. And I was like, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, tell you right now, yeah, we you, can. you've done something that I wish we could have done in our family, because that's just, that is such a, everybody sits around the table and they talk about the stories, whatever the yeah. stories are. And it's like, everybody used to say, oh, we need to write this stuff down. Well, we never got to. Nobody got does. To do yeah. yeah. I mean, did he have World War II stories in there? No, he didn't. Uh, didn't go. Didn't go to war. He was ten, I believe, when. Oh, okay. World War, or maybe a little bit older than that. But he just—he was like under the cutoff for. Right. He was still a right. boy, so he didn't get sent off to war. But he worked in the in the mines in Cape Breton. Um, so he's got a lot of interesting stories about the rats and other miners and the life of of uh kind of just growing up poor in in rural nova scotia and the i don't know I, but the thing i love the most about them um maybe your family stories are like this too is that like sometimes they talk like you'll talk about things i'm like oh my god that is like that would break so many labor laws and oh, like forget oh, it yeah. yeah terrible but he's like so grateful for the people that he met or the people that he worked with or the life that he had. And he'll talk about, you know, how different it was and things like that. But it's always like with a smile and he's looking back and remembering really fond times, which is just, I don't know. It's, it's nice. Hey, There's you... something about tough times like that, that can really shape a personality and humility. Um, and that's what always interests me, you know? Um, so how did you end up in the paranormal romance queer genre? <laughs> yeah, because that's like that's how, just I mean, that, so that's popular three, these days. That's three different, you know, like you really are drilling down. <laughs> unless you add Doc Martin wearers or something like that to it. You know what I mean? Like that is that's drilling down. I mean, I'm just zombie apocalypse slash possibly chiclet i'm not sure just because it's female driven so how did you get there because i'm all about the paranormal (laughs) i am i mean i don't know i'm not i don't know if i'm even there i'm just like writing and you know i haven't like published anything i'll I'll be there and i'll be like this is it and people will be like yeah you're not there yet like keep going um but I, yeah, read a lot as a kid and um, still do now and paranormal, anything horror to mystery to romance, anything that's got something spooky or otherworldly about it. Yeah. I don't really care the genre. I love, I love to read, read about it. Um, yeah. And been thinking a lot about Twilight, which was a huge thing when I loved it growing up and it, the books or the movies, both books first, then the movies. Um okay. But it definitely warped my vision on love and relationships and how it should go and healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I've been I've been saying I'm writing a paranormal, rom- a queer paranormal romance book for my 14 year old self, my my unknown bisexual 14 year old yeah. self who was picking up Twilight. Here's the alternative. That I yeah, have, where I would have had that same like supernaturally experience, but maybe have shown relationships that were 
not so straight cringy like, yeah <laughs> well yeah. i mean it's it's definitely a different time and and there's a place for everything i mean i'm a huge harry potter fan probably like you are i'm i'm assuming um and I, mean, my... yeah, I was or am but you know not not so into it nowadays but yeah. oh, you know there's a ton of fan fiction like yeah. there's some crazy town fan fiction and uh you know i'm actually watching we just got through the first we're in the second movie with my daughter who's eight and it's just kind of a neat like journey you take you know i'm starting to revisit it it's like wow oh yeah i forgot about this and that so it's just kind of a neat little journey but i i think that having this type of fantasy whether it's from or whether it's where you're going with whatever you know whatever you decide direction it's going to end up being you know i think it's all good i mean it, it it's it's moving the needle and that's what yeah. that's what it's about is really moving the needle and giving people their space to be creative and i think that's one of the things about from that i enjoy is the the big question and i'm not you're not going to answer it but where is from i mean let, let's just let, that let's cut to the chase that's the where big exactly question where the hell it? are they And, and um, I I think that hopefully we get some answers this year, uh, this season, but even if, I mean, just looking at the trailer, that's where it really kind of geared towards is, you know, where are we? Is it a dream? Is it not a dream? Um, Because we've all had those dreams that are so real that you think that you're awake or whatever. Um, You know, when you first saw it, what did you think? Where did you, what was your first take on where from is? We'll be right back. Ever wondered what it takes to make it in the movie business? Peel back the curtain with 4-6 Success Filmmaking. 4-6 Success Filmmaking is where filmmakers share their stories and the secrets. It's beyond competitive out there. There have been movies that it's taken me 10 years to get made. Don't wait to create. Like, you've got to just keep making stuff. Tune in to 4-6 Success Filmmaking for your dose of cinematic realness, direct from the voices that have lived it. I think maybe like a lot of people I thought back to Lost... Because we know that there's some connection in the production team. Um, I mean, which I I don't really think that there's, it's not lost. It's completely different, but. From. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What if, if it's a bunch of shows that put together, make up a sentence, (laughs) like all these like one word shows. Oh my gosh. I know. It's just, it's a catchy title. It's good. (laughs) But I, that's where my brain went. And I was like, okay, yeah. I wonder if it's like the island, like it was something that was abandoned. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, there's like scientists and it's an experiment. So I immediately went there. And But the, the show, there's so many things that happen that I, it's hard to pin down one solid theory about it because then you'll be like oh yeah okay but what about the guy under the boulder that that jade finds in the right the cellar how does that into your it's scientists doing an experiment thing 
And then you've got you've got the revolutionary guy, and you've got the people from the '60s, and you got the milkman, and you got Where Smiley. Where did come from? Yeah. Oh my! I can't even. It's what did egg. you What did you say? The What did you What did you call? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm like ah. Um, I'm like, don't even mention that uh, name. <laughs> yeah, spiders were fun. Oh my um, god, they were not fun. That freaked me out so much. I don't care for spiders, and to have them crawling all over Boyd, I was like, if I was Harold, I'd be like, they better be CGI because you are not putting real spiders on me. See, it all goes <laughs> back to happening. Harry Potter because we're watching the Chamber of Secrets, and it all has to do with spiders. So it's just all again, all answers either can be answered from the Godfather or Harry Potter at this point in my well, life. Well, you know, when you go to um, Universal and you're going on the Harry Potter ride, the first one, it is so much fun, but there is a giant, giant spider. And I'm like this, as we're going past it, I just have to cover my eyes because I cannot, <laughs> oh, I just cannot. Like knowing, I see the spider web on my wall and I'm like, someone has been crawling in my room while I was sleeping. I just know it. I just like picture them coming down and like touching you, touching you. I'm touching you. And I'm just like, (laughs) I know they're tormenting me. So I have to ask you, since you were, um, you were in a couple episodes of uh, uh, King King and Prawn. Prawn. Oh Uh, yeah. (laughs) um, How was it? How'd you like working with Reed? And um, you know, it just. Oh, you like that. (laughs) <laughs> he just seems like he's just so awesome to hang out with and and he just seems like he's just a really actor's actor and you know just tell us about your experience on that he is wonderful he is such a nice guy he's like really laid back really hard working he's yeah he's so much fun to be on set with um and that show was just so silly and really really funny it was great um yeah funny enough Reed and I knew each other before King and Palm we knew each other before from um Halifax is a it's a small it's a small town so well I think we talked to the actual mayor which is Bob Mann he seems like he's the mayor of the whole entire like Halifax slash actor community because he He pretty much you know when we interviewed him, it was so funny. It's like, how do you talk to somebody who has been in there for like, you know, two seconds and he dies for doing something like the complete worst thing. And he brought so much like you are to this whole thing. It's like, it's amazing as someone that's not in this world. And I've got Lizzie who's in it. And I'm just amazed on how tight knit um, the, the actors are as well as I know a lot of places have moved to to Canada, you, you know, to, to film for a whole bunch of reasons. And it's just amazing to, to take this journey with you guys. Cause you know, yes, it's, you guys are all intertwined. It's just amazing to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's too funny. Like Bob, uh, Bob man also excellent human. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like probably more intertwined than you even know. Like, Bob was also on King and Pawn. Yes, he told us. Yeah. Um, Bob, Reed, and I worked on because Reed also uh, makes video games. Right. Yeah. Yep. Just, you know, in his spare time. Which, wow. yeah. Um, so, yeah, he has like a whole other job. Um, and 
Bob and I were both voices on Project Dark. Um, okay. And then Reed's partner, Morgan, who does makeup on From, was right. my roommate uh, in university. And we're still really close friends. Okay. So, so pretty much you guys are all like the best of friends and it's just a big colony house wow. kind of relationship huh <laughs> that's why yeah. she's in colony colony Wait. house oh, okay. Wait a I'm, I'm glad where, I... where does tom live does he live in the in the bar it just occurred to me does he commute down from colony house because he seems like a colony house kind of guy i assumed he lived in the bar i yeah. think you're both wrong i think he's part of the friggin' monsters <gasps> I still believe, and I know this is crazy, and I know you're gonna laugh because you're like, "Oh, this is the good stuff." Like people are trying to think. I still think he was on the friggin' radio. I think he was on the radio too. Ooh. I think that was him, and he's I, just a pawn. Maybe a king he's pawn. a shell of a man. <laughs> a king and pawn. No, yeah. but I, I, you know, and that's what's really kind of neat because he had that big dialogue right before all the stuff hit the fan, and mm -hmm. I think it's it's pretty pretty amazing but i i, I want to go back to what you just said about um you know i i just finished the last of us we did a live after show and you know they took a video game and they made it unbelievable i don't know if you had a chance to actually watch any of it or not but it was not like well, okay it's like Walking Dead on steroids it's amazing oh, it's so good and, it's beautiful and, it's just beautiful that's the exact word it is gorgeous like yeah. the lighting and everything else it's, so it's everything is but you uh, it's just it's so well acted mm -hmm. like they yeah. definitely spared no expense you know how there's some things that you watch and you're just like really that's where they decided to cut that corner not like this it's so good but it's so good that said you know what's your what's the experience like doing the voice acting for a game versus you know other voice acting you may have done or even better what you're doing now which is on from or you know king and prawn and stuff like that well when i did the voice acting with um with reed uh there was i did two characters and one of them i was in a scene with bob mann so that was great and we did it together and i had someone to like play off of and um, so that felt very much like, like film acting with somebody else there and you're, you're in the scene and, you know, you're, you're doing it. And then the other character that I did, I was just by myself. So I was imagining the responses and, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, a, that one was a little bit more demanding, a little bit more dramatic and I don't know, it was really, it was, it was cool. It was different to focus on how I sound versus how I look, mm -hmm. um, which, yeah, for when you're, yeah, in front of the, in front of the camera, you have to think about all these things and, um, Just show up in a t-shirt, sweatshirt and a good voice and maybe a scarf if you're lucky and you're ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, no, I think that no, but I, I I know um a bunch of the a bunch of actors now have kind of either reinvented or they started out doing voice or um I know Liz Saunders did, 
voice for many years and I know a lot of other people have have done voice and and I just think it's a great medium um and now with the last of us you know being such a success as a show it I think it's only going to push the envelope um I don't know if you're a game player or not um so it, it's uh, yeah me too I I never played the game but at the same time, yeah. I'm like, whoa, that looks exactly like the game, like a game. All you needed was oh. the hands to kind of heal them. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Um, I was going to so, say, I'm like, how would you know if you haven't seen it? No, but, but I've played other games similar to it. And yeah. it's just like, you know, you, you're like, where's the palette? Where's this? Where's that kind of thing? You know, because you're trying to get away from the bad guys. But um, so although this because we'd love to have you back after the after everything so you can talk about it actually um (laughs) but um for those for those 10 those 10 scenes for every single episode that you're in and if the writers are listening she better be in there next time every single every single episode i mean you know harold decide i mean we're talking big stars here um you know what what's next for you i mean you know in terms of what what are you uh, looking to do in terms of other writings or other acting type stuff? Um, Well, I have a digital series that I'm working on with my co-collaborator, Amy Treffrey. We've been writing and acting and doing our own thing for a few years now. And it's called Good Grief. Uh, It's a, a comedy about two women who meet in a bereavement group. Um, I swear it's funny. You know, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a setup, it can funny, be. but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's uh, that'll be next. I'm acting in that, playing one of one of those women, and uh, Amy's going to direct. And um, yeah, you know, it's, it's it, I've been thinking a lot about kind of yeah, what is next and what do I want to do. And um, I had a conversation with um, Cortion actually just. Um, when we were shooting the second season of From and we were talking about the same thing and I asked you know like what do you you know what are your hopes and dreams for the future exactly and uh just just a small thing (laughs) and uh he he knew exactly what he wanted and he um his response was like yeah you know what I want to this is what's next for me. I want to play this kind of character. I want to be the lead in this sort of film. And then I want to try Broadway and I want to be this specific character on, on Broadway. And like, I was like, wow, that's great. And and then he turned to me and he said, so what about you? What's, you know, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Um, mm. I saw a shirt at Gap. Yeah, like, I'm trying to pay the rent this week, dude. I don't have the. I'm not the. I'm not the heartthrob that's in the water. You know, come on, dude. Like, help me out. Yeah. Somebody stole my bike. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, get my bike back. But then I felt like so stupid after I was like kicking myself, and I was like, oh, that was a really wishy-washy answer about like the thing that I love to do, the thing that I'm working towards, and I should not. I was like. I know what I want. I want to, I want to be the lead in a, in a feature film. I want this role to, to grow and get a, a storyline. I want to star in a, t- a TV show. I'm, you know, a plus size queer woman. I want to be a romantic lead, which I don't see a lot of plus size yeah. women in those kinds of roles. Um, and yeah, I was just like, Oh shoot. I, I, I kind of, you know, but you know what though? Myself, which is stupid. Yeah. 
you have to speak it to achieve it. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I do the same thing that you do. People are like, you know, what do you want to do? What do you do type thing? And I just draw a blank. And while I'm home by myself, enjoying life, like I've got all these things going on that I do. And then I, I put them out there and people are like, what don't you do? Or when did you have time to do that? <laughs> so I, I think we're a lot alike in that way. Yeah, I got fingers in different pies and I'm excited yeah. and looking forward to, um, yeah, working on a, on a book and, and this digital series where I am going to be the lead and I'm, I am going to be a romantic lead and um, hopefully, hopefully coming back on season three for From, who knows? No, but um, you know what? It's baby steps and I think that's what's so amazing. And the fact that you're, the, the juices are flowing, you know, that's, that's part of the process. You know, yeah. it's not where you start, it's where you end. And yeah. the fact that one of your peers kind of got your your head in the right space, that's that's there's something to be said for that. I mean, everybody knows what they want to do. It's just a matter of getting to where you want to get to. And sometimes it takes people a little bit longer, right? But yeah, um, yeah. and I think yeah. you know, we don't do ourselves any favors when we when we kind of get in our own way and say, Oh, I can't do that or I'm yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm not, not sure. And it's like, no, I actually, I can confidently say, you know, this is what I'm doing and I hope that I, I want to keep doing it. And yeah, I'm very, very happy where, where I'm at and where, where things are going. Perfect. That's, that is awesome. Um, Lizzie, do you have anything else for our lovely guest? I know I'm going to think of a million things right after, but <laughs> Can we go back and talk about your paranormal romance? Like how far into it? I mean, what is, what is your writing style? Are you a planner or a pantser? Oh, I was not a planner for the longest time. I would just like dive in and write stuff when I got inspired. Mm -hmm. And I am transitioning into being a planner because outlining is knowing where you're going, even if it's a vague spot on the map that you're, aiming for is so so helpful because eventually you get to a point where you're lost in the weeds and you're like I don't know what I don't know what's working and what's not and then it, you can zoom out and go oh okay I can yeah. find my way back to the to the path for that <laughs> yeah that gives me a question so you've been on from you got to talk to the writers and you've you've been on the big set I mean they're 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 spending a couple of bucks what have you <laughs> And I, no, I mean that, in, yeah. you know, compared yeah. to where you are as a writer and you're looking at this big set, like what have you learned that helps you in your process now, not just as an actor, but as a writer and as someone that's put plays on and has done just about everything? That being a planner really pays off and in, in, in more than one way. The thing about the from set is that everything is so organized and runs so smoothly. Like the, the, I mean, honestly, the crew never on, on any set, never get uh, the, the thanks that's due to them because they work so hard and they have such long hours and they, I mean, they make it, you know, you can't do it without them. And the great thing, and mind you, I'm, I'm viewing this from an actor perspective, not as having worked as crew on, on, on from, so maybe they would say something different, but 
being on set and, and watching everybody work, like folks just get along and they, they have enough time to do the setups that they need to do. And then when something changes and they have to work on something on the fly, it, there was never an air of, oh shit, oh no, this is gonna fuck up the rest of our day. It was always like, all right, well, let's problem solve and figure this out. So, I mean, mind you, other people would have maybe other things to say and have having been on set longer, but anytime that I was there, it was just like a well-oiled machine and taking that and thinking about writing a feature film or a TV series and wanting to make sure that we set up our days and uh, make to make sure that our people are taken care of because having that... Uh, just that energy on set, it trickles down into every single department. And if you've got good vibes and people are working and, and having a good time, then uh, it just makes everything so much easier. It does. Yeah. I, it's just, I always say that if everyone worked as hard as they did on a film set, this country in Canada too would be unbelievable because people work together whether they want to or not they achieve the unachievable and even if it's like a crap like just the worst setup they still get it done no matter what it just gets done and I am always in awe and you know sometimes when you're sitting there because you know, I have to watch a lot of scenes when my kids are in the scenes. And when I see magic happening, like in front of my eyes, instead of waiting for everyone to, you know, put it together, I just am like, oh my God, am I the only one seeing this? You know, and sometimes the crew just doesn't get that opportunity. They're so busy doing their job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They work so hard and I mean, it's just so obvious in From 2 when you see, just looking at, you could pick any scene out of uh, the first season. And if you zero in on the details, the costumes, the the prosthetics, the like special effects, the lighting, everything is just, it's so well done. Um, yeah, it really just brings everything together. Yeah, yeah I want to know why Kenny is wearing floods. Oh yeah, Those can aren't you tell even... Kenny to freaking get yeah, some like pants? what what is up with that? In season two, does he get better fitting pants? Like <laughs> that just gets me every time. They're not even like fashionable, um, like capris or gauchos, <laughs> whatever you want to call them. They are, you know, 1975, 12, uh, you know, 12 year old floods that he's walking I mean, around. Can you with. help Those... us out here? Those are the only those are the only pants in the entire town that fit him. Apparently. There's a whole side quest where Kenny went and he tried on every single pair of pants that was available to him and none well, of them fit. We we talked to his mother and the sad part was she actually defended him. Liz Moy <laughs> defended him. And we're like Come on. How could you let him go out like that? <laughs> and she just started yelling at us like she wouldn't yell, but it, it was just so funny as she defended him. And everybody else is like, I know we have to work on this thing. But <laughs> I, I know if you have any pull, I, I know you're very high up on the from chain and just yeah. get him some damn pants that fit. Yeah. I mean, like geez. I feel like we need to send him some pants. I'll see, what, I'll see what I can do. I know. I mean, Talk to your I people. Can send him some khaki um, police pants if he wants, but he needs a pair that's and, going to fit. And, you know and something? 
something like this would get back to costumes and like you'll see in like the third season they'll put him in like a different pair of pants every single day you know, yeah no, of course no no i mean because we know we you know we know that you know he's a huge listener ha 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 and um you know he's like unbated breath waiting to hear about us and his pants because he could kill us because he's a karate yeah. champ so um that yeah. said i'll take care of those pants yeah. i'll take care of those pants. i'll take care of that pants problem real quick yeah. I'll take, um, care of, I'll take care of you caring about those pants. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but thank you so much. I know oh you've, you've got a lot going on with this new season and all this other stuff that's going on. Hopefully we get to see a ton of you and your and your scarf choices. Um, <laughs> no, the kerchiefs. I mean, it makes me wonder with the bus coming in if you'll have more choices. I'll get some. <laughs> updated clothes <laughs> yeah. well yeah, there's there some go. people that just didn't make it after the first scene after the trailer so we know it might not be your style but it's a little bit older but at least it's clothing you could that dye it in dried blood but i mean whatever yeah, you know it, it washes out if it fits it fits it yeah. washes out i mean come on i mean yeah. you know I, I just you know she needs she needs more kerchief choices <laughs> and a name Oh my gosh, a name. I know. That would be a big name. You're what like, would be a good name for her? I you I this is the one thing. Kathy? Could we call sure. maybe Kathy would fit her, right? Like well, I'm just looking at Katarina. I all I know is that was one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make was to name our daughter. Um, I mean, you think it's an easy decision until you have to do it. So um yeah, whatever you decide is up to up to you. Katarina I mean, has a good name because that's a queen's name. There like, you go. You stick with the queen's names and you can't go wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's it. We'll that's hope it. for Katarina then. Yeah. Well, but thank a you. Katarina would not get stuck there. No. <laughs> that's she, why I'm saying Kathy. It, I mean, yeah, a Kathy would get stuck there. But that just makes you more edible. So I don't know. Maybe Katarina. I mean, this is what I have to deal with. I, 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 I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much. Um, you've been a pleasure. And tell everybody on the set, not because I know you talk to them all the time, just like, you know, you just call up Harold. You call up all these guys all the time. They get, you know, write oh me in God, some more lines. And um, no, but it was really great to hear your process, what you're working on. Because at the end of the day, you know, it, it, everybody's got to work and yeah. and that's what this is about and we're just really grateful that you you and everybody else is doing a great back job for season two and we're back for season two as yeah. as hopefully a regular so maybe we'll hear that next year yeah um and anything else my dear for your time all right let me just uh hit this and we'll see you <laughs> later <laughs>